Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode number 68 of Podcast in Death. And Tara's finally back. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Gosh, I've missed you all so much. I know, we missed you. We missed you! (laughs) Oh my goodness. Honestly, we Jen and I were like, it's a little bit really interesting to see how this episode goes if you've been doing tequila shots and you know. <laughs> I, I did I did do some tequila shots and two jumbo margaritas and you know I'm also just me, so there's that. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yep. Just winning everything today. Yep. <laughs> so on this episode, we're doing we review the reviews of imitate. Remember, remember, like so many like years ago, we read Imitation and Death, and <laughs> do you remember that? It was a while back. Barely. I don't. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Me too. But we did at the beginning of the month. We read uh, Imitation, and mm-hmm. um, now we're going to read some reviews of Imitation. Indeed. Yes. I have not looked at these at all. Usually I get a chance to. I didn't, and I cannot <laughs> wait for some cold reads, guys. All right. Well, then, um, do we have anything to talk about before we start? No? No, I don't think You're so. like, just start already. I don't. I don't. Some of us I, have to work tomorrow. Right, exactly. <laughs> some of us means Jen, right? Right. No yeah, uh-huh. Nobody else has to work tomorrow, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a job for three days. It's fine. That's yeah. not true. I still have a job, but n- yeah. So many updates to share with you once we're done with this episode. Yeah, right. Yeah. Looking yeah. forward to it. So anyway, um, reviews for Yay, reviews for imitation, imitation and death. death. You literally, you know, we're forty-two minutes into this episode, and we haven't discussed this the topic at all. <laughs> I feel like that's not any different than the last several episodes. Well, yeah. yeah. But see, you were supposed to be here to keep us on track. (laughs) You have failed epically. Last week's episode was just a mess. (laughs) But it was fun. I was was laughing so hard listening to it. I'm like, oh my God, we are a mess. I've not listened to last week's yet, but I should. Oh, you're going to love it. Good times man rick springfield and magic whatever but mission oh magic call mission us mag- springfield yes. so yeah all right all right do you want me to do the first one yeah we decided that you would do the short one <laughs> we're gonna give you the short one <laughs> until unless you feel like you can do a long one but let's, i mean i'm, I'm gonna gonna read whatever you ask me to i gotta okay. be an old lady here and get my reading glasses oh okay okay here we go one star amazed i stuck it out to the end if it hadn't been an audiobook that i listened to in the car while running errands i would have given up on it and wanted those hours of my life back just plain trash just plain trash <laughs> you're just plain trash reviewer what do you think of that I mean, huh I'm kind of disappointed she didn't have anything to say about Susan Erickson, but 
Right. Go but ahead. also like, you know, no one no one is giving you an award for finishing something you don't want to right. finish. Don't I know finish I know it. Jen I know Jen, you're a person that is like, I'm gonna finish reading this thing. Very much. But even like, if it's at trash. the same time, like I don't get on I don't get on Goodreads or whatever and say it's not a review you would write. I, yeah. You're not a you're not right. complete trash like this review. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't write a review, period, if I didn't like it, because I'm not that person. But sometimes I write reviews when I don't like things. But yeah, do you? Um, yeah. yeah, but it's uh, I never go like this book You're is at trash. Least constructive? I'm, well, I say that I don't <laughs> like it. And it's and that's the case. You like, you know, I didn't like yeah. this book. I don't say this book is trash. Like, right. you know, right? And it's we've not. said before, like, I, I could write that about Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't because right. uh, I feel like it's trash, but it's just me. So, like, well, why? Not that's not criticism. But-, <laughs> yeah. but you know what I'm saying? That's not right, constructive yeah. criticism yeah. for anybody. So and why write it? Here's right. the thing. People, I, like, I think I've said this a million times before, but people have to realize fiction is subjective. Yeah. Everything you read is Every, it's going to hit everybody differently. I mean, how many times have we disagreed on one of these mm-hmm. books? Mm-hmm. And we all love the series. Yeah. But well, and it's like, sometimes our favorites are different. Like sometimes our least favorites are different. Mm-hmm. What, what, Tara? I'm just saying, you like, no one, no, I'm not requiring any of these reviewers to like something. I'm requiring right. them to yeah. contribute to society in a, a, the way that <laughs> writing a review requires. In a constructive way. <laughs> Contribute to society, please. <laughs> and, and I expect you to contribute to society. Do not just say something's trash. Give me a fucking reason. If yeah. you feel that you are qualified enough to write a review, then you need to actually contribute to the idea of a review, which is yeah. to not just write, this is trash. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. 100% agreed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Contribute to society. Contribute to society, <laughs> god damn it. Uh, oh my god. What's wrong with you fuckers? Next one. Go, like, I cannot wait for this review. What, do you <laughs> want to read it? Um, no, someone else can read it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read more later. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you want me to do it? Yeah, go for it. All right. One star. Not one I would recommend. I should mention I got this audiobook in a lot and have never followed Nora Roberts. That said, I read about three books. A, I read about three books a week. And this is one of the most reaching in character development, plot and authenticity I have encountered in quite some time. The interplay of the officers is so far-fetched and unrealistic. Wait a minute. Protect- we should say the interplay of the quote-unquote officers. Oh, sorry. My bad. Because they put this in quotes. <laughs> in quotes, yes. Officers. Air quotes. Police detectives do not have little annoying assistants following them around. I know. I am one. This, this person shouldn't be so hard on this, themselves calling themselves an annoying little assistant. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what they were saying? Yeah, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Nor would this abrasive character last long in a real division without someone knocking them down a peg or two. I had to plod on to continue, but it was paid for and killed time as I drove. 
The continuing theme of men hate women was far overplayed. No suspense as it keeps slapping you in the face. And even the lieutenant's mother figure leaves me wondering if Ms. Roberts might have some personal issues she is working out through her writing. I am sure she is writing to a particular audience and they may love this contrivance, but I will not bother with any more of her works. I was very disappointed. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't think I have to tell you that this, this was a dude. Well, yeah, obviously. And you know what? Um, I'm sure that he was saying that he was a, a police detective, I'm really, sure a police detective, too. not so sure about Police officer, maybe, but you must not have a whole lot to do if all you're doing is riding around in your car listening to audiobooks. <laughs> right. I mean, that doesn't sound very Pull out your fucking radar gun and get some tickets, jackass. Right? Yeah. Like, here's the thing, is that whether or not he's a police officer is not even my deal. The people who come in and they're like, this is my review, and this is why... This book is wrong because I am this person. Like, you picked up a fucking work of fiction. Right. Yeah. Like, you picked up a fictional novel about female detectives set 40, well, at this probably time, even more, 40 plus years from now. And Mm -hmm. you want it to be like the fucking world that you know. Maybe don't read nonfiction or don't read fiction. Read some nonfiction. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. I just right. I hate these people that say it's the first time they've read this series or this author. And then they proceed to be like the character development sucks. The, you know, this and this and this. And it's like you've read one book from the middle right. of the series. Right. That like, how can you even think you can speak on character development? You know nothing about it because it's a series and that's how it works. Character development happens over the series, not in yeah. the one book. In yeah. one, yeah, in a standalone, yeah, character development has to happen a lot faster. But it doesn't happen in a series like that. Exactly. So, I mean, I just, yeah, and, you know, oh, the theme of men hate women. Well, that's this book. <laughs> that's it's not... Society, you douchey man. True. Right. Good point. I'm sorry, but like men who want to be like, oh, I don't like the theme of men or men hate women. Like they usually hate women. Fucking reevaluate your own goddamn gender. Right. If you're a police officer, as you have stated, then Mm. you would know that there's a disproportionate amount of violence against women perpetrated by men, Mm. as opposed to the other way around. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So don't. But well, you know, like, women beat men up too. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, sure. In smaller numbers, you know. I mean, it, it was yeah. a joke. No, I know it was a joke, but it's like that—that's what these people say. I know, and it's it's really. I yeah, I I just <sighs> I don't know what to say about. It. And then, um, even the lieutenant. Lieutenant's mother figure leaves me wondering if Miss Roberts might have some personal issues she's what working out through mean? her writing. Like, what does mommy that issues? Even That's what he is. That that Nora Roberts has mommy issues. But yeah. why? Because I thought this was a really good. I mean, I think this was a really good even mirror book. Like it wasn't. Yeah. 
they weren't at odds. Well, and but also it's like that's like saying Stephen King must have some serious, you know, issues yeah. related to murder. Like, you know, it's just a <laughs> right. writing fiction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I just don't understand it. You know, Stephen King must have been scarred by clowns as a yeah, child. Yeah, exactly. He's got <laughs> He's some issues with clowns. He's working so it out through his writing. Yeah. This is what I, this is like something I want to say. Like when people want to come for an author and be like, oh, this is the stuff they write about. So they must have a problem with it. Like they're a professional writer. Right. Mm -hmm. They're not like some, you know, (laughs) Nora Roberts has how many novels out there? Like read more of them. What what else are you going (laughs) to try to do about her life? Right. Clearly you have a lot of time on your hands being a police officer and listening to audiobooks all day. Right. In your car. You know, and uh, what else did I want? I was really like this, this, this whole review set me off a little bit. Uh, Nor would this abrasive character last long in a real division without someone knocking them down a peg or two. Okay. Are you fucking kidding me? Exactly. I know several cops. Yeah. And Yeah. Yeah, and they're all arrogant and what? abrasive and full of themselves. Mm-hmm. He's probably like thinking. He's probably thinking of like a person in his division or in his squad, or maybe a, a woman like, in his division. Probably a woman. I feel like this whole and he's probably review probably intimidated by this person. Yeah, fuck the patriarchy. I feel like this review, while it talks so much about like Nora's hatred of women, of you know men hating, what did it say? I don't even know what it said. Men hating women. Yeah, men hating yeah. women. I think this has a lot of you know really derogatory things toward women in this oh, review, and also the very last line. I'm sure she's writing to a particular audience, and they may yeah. love this contrivance. Like I don't need to be. My preferences in reading material don't need to be dissed by you, sir. Stop being pretentious assholes. Yeah. Do I need to get my yeah. mug? Yes. Go get your mug. <laughs> <laughs> this is our whole it up. Just made me, this person made me so angry. <laughs> yeah. AJ is angry. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I, you know, I'm right there with you, babe. <laughs> I, yeah. Good oh, Lord. My so annoying. Goodness. That one is annoying. How dare you? Yep. Um okay. This next yeah. review, I'll read that yes. one. Okay. One star. I can't. I just can't. Pick <laughs> this up in a charity shop and nowhere does it say that it's part of a series. Number 17 at that, and set in 2059. That and the horrible writing style have defeated me. Cannot finish. Good. Go lay in a ditch. I mean, uh, okay. If you're defeated. It doesn't say anything about this being part of a series, except at the very beginning where it lists the other books in the series. The other 16 books before it. Right. Horrible writing style. I I mean... Like, explain that to me. If it's a... Eh. 
again, it's subjective. We've said that before. I, I mean, get it. I like, agree, but is it horrible? Or is it just not no. for you? It's just or not it for just this not person. For you? Yeah. Because even if the subject matter isn't for you, I wouldn't call her writing style horrible. No. There's certain authors that you can call horrible. Yes. Not Nora Roberts. You don't hit the the New York best New York no. Times bestseller list every single time you release a book by being mm-hmm. horrible. By author. being horrible. Exactly. You don't. For like, that's, 30 years or that, more. Yeah, that's 40 like years. 40 years. Yeah. You don't have to like Nora Roberts to acknowledge that, you know. That she's got talent. Yeah. And Christ. No, it's all stupid women that read her books, you guys. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, obviously. I mean, duh. We're we're just we're just. She moron. writes to a particular audience. We're the particular audience, and we may she... love this contrivance. We do love this contrivance. Contrivance. So I'm still like hung up on that. Shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, oh, boy. All right, are you ready right. to do this next one? Can you it's do it? One. I got it. I got it. I'm ready. Okay. One star imitation of a good book imitation is spelled wrong you guys just let you know it is <laughs> i'm i'm it's it's not because i had tequila it literally is spelled it's wrong, spelled yeah. wrong. <laughs> having read nearly every in-depth book i have to say this one was the worst i doubt i would ever try to read it again the villain on the piece is copying the murders of classic serial killers well actually only two readers would know while an interesting concept, I don't think he, plot, ever lives up to the potential. Yet another killer enthralled by the great Eve Dallas, that he even leaves a note for her at the scene of his murders. In quite a few of the books, the killer becomes obsessed with Eve and getting her attention. Just how great would Eve be without Rourke, McNabb, or Feeney helping her get out helping her out to get information. Hate to say it, but I think Miss Roberts is a little too in love with this character that she's even got the criminals singing her praises and genuflecting to her. (laughs) The book isn't helped with the carting out of the failed Mira slash Eve faux mother-daughter relationship. It hasn't worked from the first book, and the more Miss Roberts... Keeps trying to sell it, the less it works. Uh, uh, so sick of this Mira Eve thing. I've taken to skimming over any scenes involving Dr. Mira, who is the worst character uh, in the series and who I wish would uh, get cut from uh, it. Oh, that just... The two uh, best scenes involved Rourke and Eve. The funniest was him trying to barbecue, also misspelled. Awesome. And the most interesting was when he learned Eve had been keeping from him the fact she recalled something new from her past. Otherwise, the book was pretty blah overall. Since there really wasn't much movement in the characters, aside from Peabody-making detectives, you may want to skip this one and read Divided in Death. Perhaps the best book in the series. Uh, you know what? Don't so tell much me what to unpack do. here. Don't tell me what to do. First of all, yes. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> uh, there is a ton so- to unpack. What does, well, actually only two readers would know mean? Only two readers would know. I think that's, I think Is that a reference to the serial killers? Yes. I knew who every single one of those serial killers was. Right. Except for the last one, which didn't exist yet. Right. 
It was somebody she and made up. Not ever, actually. I would like them to never exist. I mean, I, I'm sorry I if mean, you didn't recognize one of the killers. I mean, they said the person. You didn't recognize Jack the Ripper or John or, or Ted Boston Bundy. Strangler or Boston Strangler. Ted Bundy. That, that's yeah. three that we all know, right? I mean, if you, even if you're not like a true crime junkie, like so many people are these days, you know who those three serial killers are. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You know. I mean, even if you don't have any interest in that kind of thing at all, you know who they are. But you know what? If you're reading the series, you have an interest in it and you know who they are. <laughs> exactly. So. OK. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> the whole part about Mira just. OK, well, we're not there yet. Oh, let's sorry. talk about <laughs> let's talk about the great Eve Dallas. Can oh, she, yeah. They, is this a dude? More than likely. I'd have to look okay. it up. But yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> because it's literally just trashing Eve without coming out and trashing Eve. Right. I mean, yeah. Because where would she be without Rourke and Feeney and McNabb and Peabody? Literally, and like, blah, blah, making sure that you list all of these male... She was um, a fucking uh, lieutenant uh, at the age what? of 30 without Rourke's help. Thank but you very he, much. Here's the thing, though. What detective solves a murder completely on their own without any zero. help from any other... Zero. Mm-hmm. Zero. They all work in a team. Everybody has their job. This person's good at this. This person's good at that. Nobody solves a crime on their own. Nobody. So these people complaining about like, where would she be if she didn't have all these people? Well, not solving a crime, I guess. She wouldn't be a very good detective. But again, lieutenant by the age of 30. Right. Mm -hmm. Before she even met Rourke, before she met McNabb. She literally had Feeney, who was in a different division. So you can't tell me that it's on them and not her. I'm sorry. No. So, yeah. That entire paragraph is nothing but I hate Eve, but I'm going to pretend that, you know, I'm, I'm saying sure this I'm for your own good. Men that help her out. Right. Where, yeah, exactly. <sighs> okay. Now we can get to Mira. It just, that just. I burned my ass. I don't even know what to say about that. Chaps my cookies. Just so, so I'm going to say one thing about it. Okay. I disagree with what they're saying. Mira often for me is not one of my favorite characters. I appreciate what she is for Eve. Sometimes (gasps) she doesn't do much for me. I know. Right. I like Mira. I don't care about her as much as other people. That being said, this is the biggest load of shit ever. And I thought you knew that about me. I knew that. I like Mira. I don't get excited about Mira. That being said, this is an amazing Mira book. This is maybe one of my such a good Mira book. Yes, and it's because of the way that their relationship is approached and. I appreciate so much this this attempt to like normalize these platonic relationships between characters who fulfill certain types of roles in people's lives. Mm-hmm. As a person who has 
definitely had people like that in my life. I, I really appreciate that kind of thing. And I think that Nora does a beautiful job with it. And so I'm extra annoyed by this statement because I'm like, I don't even get excited about Mira on the page and I'm mad, you know? So like, right. I, I don't mean, know. I, I mean, just... I, again, I like Mira. I just don't get excited about Mira. Worst character in the series? Really? Absolutely not. No. Really? <laughs> We all know that's Dick Berensky. I, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Who's also in this book, so. <laughs> I mean, for real. Well, you're right. The worst character in the series is in this book. Dick Berensky. Exactly. Right. Fuck that I guy. Just, I, okay. I just, the whole thing. I mean, I... Yeah, the whole thing is just pretentious and... Yeah, people who have mom issues. (laughs) Right? Exactly. I think all these people have mom issues, and that's their problem. It's hard for this take, and I'm like, I'm like, no, this... Especially because this book is especially strong in their relationship. Yeah. In a place where it doesn't feel as forced. Some, Some of the books... I don't know that it feels forced, but there's like an element of it being a bit forced in some of the other books. This is not one of them. No. No. Not at all. So, whatever. Stupid people. Yeah. This person is clearly just an angry person. It's like, what what can I complain about? What what do I not like about this book? Probably not much that they want to like try to flesh out right they just want to list things that they yeah. don't like without actually <laughs> right. thinking about exactly. why i'm sick of this eat mira eve thing why 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 are you sick yeah. of it what, yeah. what did it do to you yeah literally even if you don't enjoy mira as a character you have to appreciate what she does for you <laughs> but also yeah. also like, she's not in it that much. And she's a delight in this book. And, you know, she's not in the series that much, though. I mean, maybe once a book. Or every once in a while, more right. than that. But right. it's like, really, she's the worst character, and you'd rather she was cut from the series. It seems weird to have such strong feelings for a character like that. I, yeah. I just, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I... Honestly, it's way less weird to have feelings like that about someone like Rourke, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because he's the main character. Right. I mean, it's like, oh, this person that's, yeah, I mean, Mira is in every book. Yeah, just about. Always do as much as she does in this book. No. I don't know. No, this is one of the books that has the most Mira in it. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't get it. Like, they just really came for Mira. It's very yeah. rude. It Fuckers. is very rude. Screw don't this person. Mira. Don't come right? for Mira. Also, then they're like, nothing happened in this book except Peabody made detective. And I was like, um, didn't our not- entire episode center around the fact that so fucking much happened in this book? Yes. <laughs> not much movement in character growth, but except for that part where Eve remembers all this stuff about her mother and has to deal with that. But other than yeah. that, nothing. You know, um, yeah. Un- and that's insignificant. But Peabody being detective. Like, you know, Eve navigating through all these people that she you know, and how she approaches a, mm, 
Also, you know, I'm very protective of this book because it's maybe yeah, my favorite, it's your favorite, but not really. <laughs> right up there. It's right up there for me, too. And Pepper Franklin and Tom Breen forever. Mm-hmm. Right. Also that. <laughs> Just putting I'm a make, little, making I'm a making heart hands. hands. <laughs> I ship it. It's so so annoying also like just the the idea of brushing off a character literally changing their police ranking in a book series about female detectives is like that's nothing happens except for this like thing that's not that important so skip it it's just like right. you can tell you can tell that their priorities are not even at I, all so i would like, not be like you can't be like, there's no character growth when clearly you're not invested in character you growth. You know what? I would never, even if I trashed a book, I would never in a million years tell people, you could just skip this one. No. Like, who am no. I to say that to somebody? I didn't like people it, here's like why. And you can make your own decision. But People like this just want to tell people what to do. And yeah. they need to agree with their opinion. And no unfortunately the internet is fucking filled with these people so yes oh my god it's terrible isn't so it so yeah. true yeah all right we have two stars yep <laughs> next gen sure <laughs> if i can read this one good lord yeah because it's yeah, sure. there's so many like <laughs> misspelled words and and i'm gonna read it exactly as it's written i appreciate that Okay, book. I hate dirt politicians using their position to get away with criminal activities and when their wives find out and does nothing about it because they want to maintain their high social status, they are equally as bad. Especially when they use their own young children for personal gain, creating the image of a perfect family when it is the total opposite. Then when they get caught with all the evidence against them, they try for insanity. Only an idiot would fall for that. And so I'm sorry. Um, why does she? Why does this person dislike the book? Because this seems like all things that it's just a rant about politicians. Stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Like, you don't like, like you didn't well. Like I mean, because the killer was technically a politician. He was an ambassador. So I sure. guess. Okay, but well, why are you giving this book two stars? Because right. you didn't like the bad person. The bad guy? Like, they're not <laughs> supposed mean, would, to like the bad I guy. I would hope you don't like the bad guy. Yeah. I, I mean... And like I mean, the there's times they- that we like the bad guy. Let's be real. I mean, there are times... We talked about it with Reunion. We we love Juliana Dunn. Because yeah, she's just... She's just fucking like, <laughs> kill all the men. Yeah. I don't even care. They got uh, a penis, he's gotta go. <laughs> but... You know, I mean that this just seems like the weirdest review ever. Like, yeah, it's, I, I it's, don't like that the I don't like that the bad guy is a politician and did all these shitty things, and so therefore the book sucks. Okay, yeah. I mean, basically that's what she's saying, or he, or whatever. I'm interested in the statement that um, they use their own children for personal gain and the creating a, a perfect image of a family when it's the total opposite. Then, like the only image, the only time we meet the daughter, you're like mm, something's off here. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't. Know yeah, that you like this kid is not happy in her life. Personal or perfect well, image. Yeah, bullshit. I mean, yeah. I'm sure there are people out there that like you know. I mean, I we've got to have kids because that's what 
people do. Like, That's what you to know, do. Yeah. And then don't and pay yeah. attention to them. But yeah, but like, that's we, still- like Tara said, w- when we meet the daughter, you obviously know that her life is not perfect. Yeah, you can right. just tell her something off there. But yeah, it, you're just you're just like people that do that is separate from whether or not this is a good book. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, uh, you know, you did you give it two stars because you hate the bad guy clearly but like i mean yeah or did you give it two stars because you thought that was an unoriginal plot like what, i mean i if if you hate people like this this much i would think you would have given this book five stars because this person got caught and is being put in jail yeah uh, right like, right so yeah. why why are you giving it two star i don't understand that i don't at get all. it no i don't understand either i don't understand so don't understand. crazy. Don't understand. <laughs> oh, AJ, please read this next one. <laughs> Two stars. This was by far the most slowest and boring <laughs> in death book I read. Had it not been for the last five chapters, I would have gave it one star. Well, you know what? Don't do us any favors, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> right i you know for most slowest most most slowest i don't know about that i mean yeah no yeah okay okay last five chapters were good though i guess all right tara you're next two stars to be honest i skipped through this book the idea that someone is killing like the serial killers of the past was overdone and unoriginal. I did like the end of the book for Peabody, though. I, I Has anyone ever read a book where... Yeah, um, we said that when we were like... I, I don't see how this is... I have never read a book like that. I've, I mean... It would be, you know, it'd be great is if this person would contribute to society and give a real <laughs> review <laughs> and give me an example of the right. times that they've read about this plot line already and why this would be, you know, thought of as overdone. Right. If you want exactly. to tell me the books in which you were already privy to this plot line, then I could be like, mm, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I mean, but even one book, I mean, you'd have to come up with a dozen for me to go, oh, you're right. It is kind of overdone. But also, um, you know, they skipped through the book anyway, so they really don't even know what the fuck happened. I skipped through the book and missed a lot of parts, but I still hate it. Like, okay, well, maybe the parts that you missed are the parts that would have made you like the book. The, The idea of this thing that shouldn't be happening all the time is actually very, very common. I'm just gonna skip over it. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. Ridiculous. Yep. Do not. <laughs> you want to do this next one, Jen? Do you want me to yes. do it? Nope. I got it. Okay. Three stars, right? Mm-hmm. I were to rate this book solely based on enjoyment, storyline, etc., then I then it 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 did it did. <laughs> It'd probably be a four or so star rating. But since I prefer my crime books, the few I read, mostly Irish Mafia related, 
to not go into what feels like graphic detail when it comes to acts of a sexual nature. I had to give it a three. <laughs> if half stars would allow were allowed in this app website, I would likely give it a three point five, but I can't. You can call me a good a prude. Misspelled. Yeah. When it comes to lovemaking and romance, if you like. But for me, I would prefer to have it left to the imagination of the reader or listener to put together what happened to the couple in the midst of a roll in the hay, as oh it were. God. Again, as a crime book that has that chase hunt of the criminal element to it, it's decent and worth the time spent with the book. <laughs> First of wow. all, this is definitely a dude. Uh, you know what I was really and like? I definitely was like, a dude. Who smells about horrible things like sexual assault? Yeah, I mean, call me a prude when it comes to love making a romance, if you like. But I'd prefer to have it left to the imagination. Guaranteed, this dude watches internet porn. Guaranteed, like I don't. I people that you know. A roll in the hay, as it were. Like, shut up. Wait, what the hell, dude? Yeah. Come what on. does that even mean, my dude? I mean, far. Uh, I, I mean, actually want to know what that means. Honestly, I, it's a married couple. This is a married couple. Yeah, they're allowed to have sex. It, they're it, allowed to have sex. They're allowed a, to do a, the thing. Yeah, exactly. It's a newly married couple at that who love each other, mm-hmm. but. I would prefer not to know, like, you know, I, I always get that, that, have you seen that video of the kid that, like, his sister took a video of him because he, he had heard their parents having sex, and he was, oh like, so God, upset no. by it, it was trying to tell her. I should, I should, I should send it to you because it's yeah, so I funny. I would like he's to. so, he's so upset by it. She's trying to get oh him to, cause she knows what he's talking about. She's trying to get him to admit to her what he's talking about. And he's, and she's like, what did you hear? What did you hear? And he's just all so like, oh, you would, shit. you would have died if you heard it. <laughs> like oh that <laughs> So, I mean, I feel like this guy's very much that he's crying at during this review and going, you would have died if you were there. And again, the sister's like, you hear them having sex? And he's like, ah, three times, three times. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this total, this, that, why, this guy. Why, why was he standing outside his parents' bedroom long enough to hear them three times? I don't know. <laughs> um. By the way, Jen. Yeah. Daryl. Yeah. Wake up. Tara's <laughs> falling asleep. Such a mess, you guys. <laughs> Tara's falling asleep. See, I also- said, I, I told Jen, it's either it's going to be just nuts. She's going to be crazy drunk and just just be nuts and off the rails, or she's just going to fall asleep halfway through. Guys, I am usually a sleepy drunk. Yeah. I am the same. I'm the same. I'm really disappointed that neither of you commented on the spelling of prude. We did. We did. Prude. P R O O D. I mean, (laughs) call me a prude. P R O O D. Call me a prude. Okay. Yeah. You spelled it wrong, but sure. All right, dude. (sighs) Okay. Should I read this next one? Uh, Yes. Yes. Because I kind of agree with this person. Uh, Oh, here we go. Three stars. 
It was a decent story about a copycat murderer taking inspiration from other sensational murders over course of time and Lieutenant Dallas trying to catch the person responsible. A new day, a new case. My only issue was at one point I felt she broke a man in confession for no reason at all. Didn't see the point and there was no explanation for her behavior. So we did talk about that. Like We did. I didn't like that part where she went so hard at brain when she knew he yeah. done he hadn't done it well and, and you know you know how i felt about that too because i was i'm on that same page there yep. yeah we all kind of were, i think I we all were yeah yeah i mean i think i think his statement of there was no there was no explanation at all is a is a little like there was no, no explanation for her no. behavior is a little unfair like there was there was yeah. agree with her explanation no her explanation right. sucked but there, but there was. was an explanation yes yeah that's my only thing, but yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. It's fair. Yep. All right. Um, this one is I've i I don't know. I like look at these and I'm like talking about I'm talking about them like I've read them before. I am cold reading these. I'm <laughs> great. Well, we do know that this one is three stars, but this one is three stars. Here we go. All right, I've said it before, but I'm sure I'll say it again and again. This series is my guilty pleasure. The characters are great, and if you've read this far in the series, the books should be read in order. You're either hooked or masochistic. <laughs> I agree with that. Right? 100%. 100%. That's about me. Being a mystery buff, I'm dismayed at the lack of actual mystery in these books. Usually the title gives you the whodunit, Maybe Miss Rob doesn't want to cause her readers any anxiety, making them wait for Dallas to solve the crime. In the case of this book, the answer wasn't in the title, but rather in something equally as obvious. But I'm still reading them because I love the characters and their interaction. No one plays a minor role in these stories, which is in itself an accomplishment. Yep, definitely my guilty pleasure. Okay, let me just say... I don't know if you remember this, AJ, but that was a big deal at the time yes. the imitation was released. Mm-hmm. People were pissed. Yes. Um, because, and Nora had nothing to do with the cover. She no. was like, I I had, I didn't know. Right. You know, because some dumbass that put the cover together said, mm-hmm. oh, let's put the UN on the cover. And oh. mm-hmm. yeah. So that was a big deal. Yeah, that and was during the time were, of the, really upset. That was during the time of the New York landmark covers, and mm-hmm. yep. she was writing, um, purposely kind of writing some New York landmarks into the series, and then, mm-hmm. you know, like for example, the George Washington Bridge, mm-hmm. on um, with, with vengeance judgment, judgment. Mm-hmm. um, and it because of one of the murders happened on the George Washington Bridge. Or they mm-hmm. found the guy on the George Washington Bridge, and so right. they were able to put the bridge on the front cover. But right. the only landmark she really mentioned in this one was the UN building. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, well, let's put the UN building on the cover. Mm-hmm. And just so happens that that's where the yep. killer was. Mm-hmm. Right. So... Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to point that out, that it was a big deal at the time. So yeah, yeah. I totally get why that's a something that not cool so i mean i guess i follow that it's 
And I, I do. Mean, yeah. I mean, just, yeah. I mean, I think I'm just in general annoyed by this review because it was like. <laughs> well, and I also, I don't really even consider these mysteries. They're more police procedurals. They are supposed to be police procedurals. So, so yeah, like this, it sounds like in this review, they were like, mm, it wasn't mysterious enough. And then they're like, actually, they're not usually, they're not usually like, mysterious. Some of, are, some of them are a huge surprise at the end. Yeah. yeah but most of them aren't. Most of them you kind of have it figured out. Yeah, right. So, you know, I don't know. I think that's kind of a shaky argument. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Terry's like, oh, fuck it. I hate it. I do. Next. <laughs> also, I mean, we talked about this last last episode, but I don't I don't particularly care when people say guilty pleasure, because why are you guilty about that? Yeah. yeah. Just you shouldn't be guilty the fucking about that. Series. Own it. Series Own it. it. Yeah. Own it. <clears throat> okay. Jen, I Here think you're go. next. Oh, okay. <laughs> three stars. I'm through. All right. You gave it three stars, but all right. <laughs> I can finally say I'm giving up on this series. This new entry, Imitation and Death, is just that, an imitation. It has nothing original or intriguing about it. I really enjoyed the initial books in this series, and if you are new to Eve Dallas, please start at the beginning. Those stories are suspenseful and intriguing with compelling characterizations. Eve was tough and gritty, but with an underlying warmth and humanity. Now she's shrewish, unforgiving, and despite years with Rourke, has no idea how to behave in society. Years? Okay. Yeah. yeah. No intelligent sure. person could be that naive. Wait. Don't don't just start there. Skip. Stop with the first seven or so entries in this once fascinating series. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah, For don't tell though. me what to do. <laughs> but also. See, so you didn't like this book i i don't know why there's no reason you could tell me you could tell me why you didn't like this book they're just ranting they're not it's not it wasn't suspenseful or intriguing yeah and, and plus um, despite the years and years that even rourke have been together yes <laughs> like, they've years. been together just over a year people. are you talking about their other life like they like, just <laughs> celebrated their one year anniversary right? <laughs> Like, and they were what? only together for what, maybe six months ish before maybe. they got married. Yeah, or maybe. So that's not years. That we're not <laughs> in the years. plural yet. No. No. Yeah. Fuckers. 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 Years with Rourke has no idea how to behave in society. Well, you have no idea how to count. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> Right. No intelligent person could be that naive. What the hell? I, yeah, I don't look. That can, is actually completely untrue because I know a couple very, very naive people that are brilliant. But yeah, you know what? I work with surgeons. You can be, you yeah. can be an intelligent person, and still have no idea mm-hmm. how to behave in society i mean she's yeah. never she's being put in these situations that she's never been put in before right where she has have you met sheldon of, cooper have you mm-hmm. yeah just saying yeah exactly and so i you know i don't know but uh, that's yeah uh, i don't even oh so annoying <laughs> <sighs> wow so 
I'll next take one. the next one. <laughs> <laughs> so, next one is three stars. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I like even Rourke, but she should be dead by now with all the things she's been through. I mean, truth. Truth. I mean, <laughs> true not fact. wrong. I mean, like, but saying that, I hope Nora Roberts, J.D. Rob will keep on writing about about them. I am a big Nora Roberts fan. So she should be dead, but I hope she keeps writing about them. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I, well, like, no, I mean, and they're I not really wrong. I mean, they would learn how to spell Rourke's name properly. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, Rourke, R O A R K. But you know, I mean, you just. <laughs> You're a fan of the series. You've read every single one of them. The name's in there multiple times spelled correctly. I don't understand why you're spelling it incorrectly. I mean, I know there's people that only listen to the audiobooks, but... Yeah. If you join a message board or you write reviews... You should check You should should find out how to spell it. I'm just saying. Tara, there's a four-star review coming up. Here we go, four-star review. Finished rereading Imitation and remembered how much I enjoy the relationships in this one. Even Rourke, even Peabody, even Mira, even Nadine. Our Eve has a family and she is finally realizing and acknowledging it. She finally remembers her mother through yet another nightmare and that is just sad. On the other hand, there's Peabody, and she just makes me laugh. She-body can justify eating anything. <laughs> Love the donut scene. Well, yeah. I should also mention a murderer is imitating the crime <laughs> of some of the most famous serial killers. <laughs> and he is challenging Eve to catch him. Another great read by Rob. <laughs> Such a fucked up segue. I love the donut scene, but also I should mention that the murderer is. There's murders. I love this review because it's like, oh, I like all these reviews. Also, it's so like, random. Little things I like, but also maybe the plot line is. Just- it's like. They know how to write a correct review, and then they are like, "I love this and this and this." Oh, wait a minute! I was supposed to mention the plot line. So anyway, the plot line, and then <laughs> yeah, I love it's these like a books. ping pong ball. Like I, I just, I don't I, like. <laughs> it's great! It's great. Uh, she remembers her mother, and that's just sad. <laughs> well, it is sad. It is, but oh my god! Just the wording. That's just sad. <laughs> Peabody, Ooh. Shebody can justify eating anything. Well, first of all, why does she have to justify eating anything? She but yeah, I mean, you. she does justify eating anything. She yeah, really does. But you know what? She lives in society where she feels like she must. So. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it, that is true. You're right. So. But also, and, this book is about. <laughs> But also killer. serial killers. But also serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> there is your your um, <laughs> there's your title. But, but also, also serial, killer. serial killers. <laughs> so much. But anyway, <laughs> back to oh. what I liked. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. But also serial killers. <laughs> huh. Shit. So oh, love it. All right. I'm going to read this next one. Uh, I figured you were. <laughs> no, yes. uh, because I have like, 
Uh, you have things to say. <laughs> Although this is a four star review, so four stars. Hmm. This is obviously one of Susan Erickson's earlier recordings because the voices are not as developed or defined as later recordings. She did re-record the previous three books, but I don't believe this is this one was redone. <clears throat> no, you're incorrect. Um, I wish she could have re-recorded this one too because Eve Peabody McNabb's voices are a bit too light compared to what they became in, in the later books. And she's completely incorrect here. Because I listened to the audiobook and there and it sounds fine. Like I don't yeah. Also I, when people wanna like comment on Susan Erickson's voice for Eve, what exactly is that? Like what do you mean Eve is too light? Like, it's not enough Eve. It's not enough Peabody. It's not enough. Yeah, I, I, I mean, mean, but I disagree about Eve a 10,000%. Like, I feel like Susan Erickson's tone is 10,000% Eve every time I've heard. And I've heard earlier recordings of some of the other stuff. Yeah. And I was like, she's had Eve down from day one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. In, in the books, in the recordings where they're not as defined or like specific for the other characters fine but like eve has always been a hundred percent so yeah i mean i don't i don't agree i mean i listened to the audiobook of this book while i was reading and it and it seemed like on par with the others so i yeah i i yeah. got nothing for this one so yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's okay that's okay yeah. So, all right. All right. Jen. Four stars. I have always been a huge fan of Nora Roberts and the story she does under J.D. Robb. But there are some details in this story that confuse me. It was insinuated that Mira was divorced in a previous book. I'm not sure which one, Ooh. but her ex-husband was a suspect. Ooh. And Mira was on a date in that book. So I think maybe I'm missing something Ooh. when you find out she's been married for 30 years. That is probably the only complaint I have about this book. Other than that, I always love a good book by this author. Uh, no. Uh, what, what? What is what? this a weird thing uh, that came out of nowhere? Did not happen. I can't remember any, like, anybody that Eve knows that her ex-husband was a suspect and... It was insinuated that Mira was divorced in the previous I never, book. no. I've never heard that before. No, no. And I'm trying to think if there's anybody that Eve knows that this happened to. But I can't even think. I mean, I maybe she is. Or he, I don't know. I, I keep saying she, but um, maybe they are thinking about the the um, Mira mistake that her parents sure. were divorced. Her parents were divorced. Maybe she's mixing them up. But she's talking about this, that Mira was on a date. So I don't think that that was ever brought into that. I mean, I feel, well, she did. T didn't she talk about dating um, her husband? Mira? Yeah. In this book or previous book? She talks about. Well, no. Yeah. I mean, she's talked about that. But I think what she's saying here is that her ex-husband was a suspect and Mira was on a date in that book. So oh, yeah. she was on a date with someone else. No, I. 
I uh, want to know what book this first one was yeah. written. Uh, yeah, tell us the book. This, this did not happen. Yeah, no. <laughs> come back and tell us what book. I mean, yeah, if you're going to write a review it. like this, you better come with the facts. Yeah, because it did not happen. No. And I don't even remember anything similar to this happening. No. So no. if anybody else out there can remember, let us know. But I, this didn't happen. Yeah. So maybe she's mess, you know, confusing it with another book or something. But it's not in. It did not happen in the in depth series. All right. Is this is this Tara? Is this you, Tara? I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Four stars. Imitation in death sees Eve up against a serial killer with a difference. Instead of finding his own preferred methodology, the killer is imitating his favorite serial killers from throughout history, starting with Jack the Ripper. Every murder is different, and the only link between the crimes is that all the victims are women. Eve knows she's dealing with someone who loves the his his loves the his work mm-hmm. and who will keep killing until she stops him but she doesn't have many clues to work from 17 books in and i'm still totally hooked the murder mystery was great there are some fabulous moments between rourke and eve i laughed out loud when he decided to buy a top of the line grill so they could have a barbecue and peabody is just a bit stressed about her upcoming detective's exam. I'm running out of ways to say how much I love all the characters, so I'll keep this brief and say, if you've let the size of the series put you off starting it, like I have for so many years, don't put it off any longer. There's a reason fans are still going crazy for it, over 40 books in, and I can't wait for the rest of them. Aww. Uh, don't tell. Oh, wait a minute. In this particular case, you can tell me what to do. You can tell people what to do. Right. Yeah, tell people what to do. <laughs> yep, you're allowed. You're allowed. Usually, I would say don't tell me what to do, but they're allowed. And I agree. There were some great moments in this book between Eve and Rourke. Great moments mm-hmm. between so. Eve and Peabody. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just great moments. Period. There yeah, were a lot, a of, lot them of in really, this book. really great moments. Yeah. Yep. We didn't get one between Pepper and Tom. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no. that's okay. We have them in our head. We yeah. Maybe somebody will write. Somebody will write that. You know, fan fiction. Somewhere. I swear, I'm going to write it. Yeah. <laughs> because I've already got three works in progress that I need to. So get. why not? It just makes sense. <laughs> I. <laughs> or I can think about writing it. I'll, I'll think about writing it. Let me. Let's, okay. let's do that. I got a lot of time right. on my hands right now. So. Um, not in the upcoming week, but after that, maybe. Okay. So, um, <laughs> next one's me. Yep. Yeah, it's you. Four stars. Love this one and barely have time for the review because I'm about to dive into the next. <laughs> totally captivated and so messed up. <laughs> like, so messed up. <laughs> I just... Let's have more Rourke and romance. I agree. And Peabody, I love her so much. The end had me whimpering a big with emotions, and I can't wait for more. (laughs) That's just awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Captivated and so messed up. Captivated and messed up. That's enough. (laughs) I mean, 
That's kind of a like tagline for the entire series, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically. Ridiculous. Yep. And have me whimpering. Like the, that, what a line. <laughs> yeah. Whimpering. Had me whimpering. Had me whimpering. A big with emotions. With a big with emotions. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yes. wait for Ring. more. It is true. I mean, that whole, the ending, you know, with somebody getting her detective shield and Eve and, and her. And her I, uniform. I do remember, like, the first time I read it, her Feeling. Rourke, yeah, walking in and seeing Eve in her dress blues. And that, yeah. that even kind of like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it was exactly. important enough to her that she got in her back in her dress blues, and, and yep. that was just really sweet. I thought, and then work being a badge bunny. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all great. I mean, for those that aren't prudes, P R P R O O D S. Oh my god! Exactly. All right, Jen, you're next. Oh, right. This one's long, so get okay, ready nope. for it. I'm fine. Four stars. Two major things irritated my about this book. <laughs> one specific to this book and one that is a recurring theme in a lot of the books. One, how the author Tom Breen, I believe, was ever a suspect. So Dallas walks into his house, sees him carrying his son on his shoulders, and somehow that makes him a suspect. That's basically the trigger. As the story progresses, Rob fills backfills to justify Breen as a suspect, but the initial reasoning made zero sense. Dallas may as well have been walking down the street randomly asking people for alibis as she goes. <laughs> it was annoying and poorly written, IMO. Two, Eve Dallas seems to believe that the fact that people have been murdered is justification for her to do anything she wants. I've seen other reviews claiming the in-depth books are excellent police procedurals, but they really aren't. Eve Dallas skirts procedures, she ignores procedures, she breaks procedures when it suits her. She does the same with the law. She bends it and breaks it when it suits her. But what I find really annoying is that Eve Dallas thinks it's okay for her to rip apart innocent lives in her personal pursuit of justice. Take the storyline of the author, Tom Breen again. At the time she pulled him into a formal interview, she had not established any sort of solid motive he might have had to murder. She had not established any sort of opportunity, skill to commit the first murder, or any evidence that he had been hit with mugger spray during the final assault. The man's life was ripped completely to shreds because he owned the same type of paper that the killer used to leave notes for Dallas. The fact that Dallas suffers when she rips apart innocent lives isn't good enough. This story arc in the book was clunky and remind me of some of the poor writing from the earlier books where Eve Dallas is sniffing flowers out in left field until the killer gets tired of waiting for her to figure it all out and goes after her. Uh, Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. (laughs) I enjoy this series. I like that Eve Dallas is a strong female character and I especially like Peabody, but I do wish that the writing were more consistent and that the author would have Dallas establish strong logical cases against suspects instead of what far too often looks more like just throwing shit against the wall and seeing what sticks. I mean, I do agree. I mean, we, again, we talked about that. We weren't happy with how Eve handled brain at all. But I don't, I, I think she had some solid reasons to suspect him. I mean, it wasn't just the paper. No. Well, first of all, it wasn't that she came in and saw him with his son on his shoulders and went like, well, this guy obviously did it. Like, that's not what happened. that's not what happened. Yeah. But, um, you know, he had the paper. Mm -hmm. He had, 
written several books about serial killers, you know, um, he really didn't have, she asked him his whereabouts during the times. Right. As you say, his alibis were weak. Yeah. His alibis were really weak. I don't, I don't find it at all like far-fetched that he became a suspect. Right. My frustration is, I think is with the way he was handled. Is with the way she handled it. Yeah. Right. It's the way he, it's the way she handled them in interview. Yeah. And she didn't, she had a motive prior to having him in an interview and right because she already knew about his wife cheating on him at, right. at that time so it wasn't like she didn't have anything until he got into the interview right you know right so um i i you know and i mean you could make an argument that his life had already been torn apart like you know i mean sure his wife sure. was cheating on him so like it was gonna yeah. come out eventually let's be right honest. Oh, yeah exactly I mean, and you know just because she's she kind of moved that along a little bit probably yeah but you know i you know this, I do sort of agree, though, that there's times where Eve goes a little far in interview. Oh, yeah, and, and I, th- she, I think, and there's times that it's people that she shouldn't go that hard at. Right. We've already said that about this guy. That oh, she for just sure, went, went at him too hard, and we we know yeah. that. But it's, you know, I mean, but I but I disagree that that he wouldn't like. I I agree that he is a suspect. Yeah. And, right. You know, he he was an easily eliminated suspect that Eve didn't eliminate as quickly as she should have. Right. But right. He's still a suspect. Right. 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 We no. just didn't or like as, her methods. Or we as didn't. the kids say, sus, sus, sus. Right. Um, and I really feel like a lot of police work is throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. It has to be because yeah, absolutely. You have to start somewhere. Here mm-hmm. are the theories, and let's go through them, and you know, yeah, figure out. You know, it, it's not yeah, always sure. that you have one person that's uh, obviously the one that's done it, right? I mean, so well, right? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I don't know what else to say about that. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's up? Well, I think it's me. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Here we go. This one's long. Jared's uh, <laughs> like, you can make it oh, through. Oh, this one's long. Four stars. Great, <laughs> fabulous, wonderful, not perfect, but still spectacular. First, my knocks on this book. Why not bring in more killings from the past since such as the Manson murders or John Wayne Gacy, Ted Bundy, etc. It seems yeah, right. I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> it seems you have so many murders and psychopaths to choose from. There was not really a need to invent one. Although in fairness, it speaks to JD Rodden or Robert's imagination. She was able to capture such a believable villain. This fil- <laughs> the opening chapter was absolutely brutal and violent, but it was not grotesque. It was very smartly done. It grabs your attention, and you are hooked. You either are determined to finish this book after chapter one, or you will put it down and probably never pick it back up. But rabid fans know that Nora 
always delivers powerful blows like this. Typical to the J.D. Robb style, Roberts, sorry, Roberts pulls no punches, but attacks the violence with a malevolent class and style that only she can muster. Truly, this is one of the better stories of the series. I'm impressed with Portrait. I was absolutely amazed by Purity. This one, I don't know. I am at a loss for words. I can't wait to see what Detective Peabody will do in future books. I love the way we are really in these characters' lives. They eat, they drink, they party, they have sex, they bleed, they cry, they laugh, they plan for the future, they love and they lose, they live and, at times, they die. The story is true to reality. The characters feel real, and by now they were a part. They are a part of a reader's pseudo-family. A dysfunctional and outrageous family, but a family nonetheless. Reading each book is like a trip home, a family reunion, and I can't wait for the next trip. Oh, I, I, I really love this review. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a great review. It's a really good review, other than the fact that, you know, she did bring Ted Bundy in. Right. She <laughs> was like, Ted Bundy. Like, yeah, how about Ted Bundy? Oh, you mean a character, like a person that she already did Right. Okay. And I think the Manson murders is that, I mean, why? Why? That's yeah, not I don't. at all what yeah, she was doing. Don't bring that in. No. Well, right. But my point is, is that's completely counter to what she was doing with and, the story. And John Wayne Gacy would not fit in with this. No. Because John Wayne Gacy only killed killed boys, boys. right yeah. so that doesn't fit yeah. in so that's right. why right reviewer <laughs> but, I mean, but we still like your review love your review but otherwise. yeah yeah but I, yeah you missed the point of what the killer was doing right exactly. <laughs> and why he chose the killers he chose yeah and i kind of like that she invented one because you know i mean we're 40 years into the future, so obviously there's more. Right. Exactly. I mean, serial killers aren't going to go away, y'all. And you can't have too many. It's like, you know, I mean, there's got to be a certain amount. It can't like, and then he kills like this, and then he kills like this. Like, we'd get tired of it after a while. Right. You know, I mean, I think by three, she did three, and then one that she didn't actually do the fourth one, right? He mm-hmm. was planning to do, or did he? There were several that he was planning to do, but um, he missed with the Ted Bundy one because that was Marlene. Right. And then the one where they get him with is that the Marcinini, or he's right. like the one from the 20s. Right, right, now, right. Which would be now. <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah, the Jack the Ripper and the Boston Strangler were the two that he was successful with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. So. But I, I, I do, I do appreciate the people that realize that, you know, I mean, the way that we are in these characters lives, you know, that they're right. Yeah, I like that part of the review a lot. Yes, yeah. very much. They eat, they drink, they party, they have sex. So, you know, here's someone that's not a prude. P R O O D. Yes, not a prude. Um, they are a prude. They are not a prude spelled correctly. <laughs> P R U D E. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's what that I think that's the real appeal of this series, right? Right. Yeah, that that really sure. is 
what we're reading the series for. Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely. And Nora always 100% delivers on that part of it. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, so. Should I take this next one? or Yes, yeah. please. This one was a 4.5 stars. So. Every minute I spend with Lieutenant Eve Dallas is a delight. I love everything about her. Her fierce intelligence, her doggedness, her fearlessness, the terror she strikes in the hearts of any hapless patrol officers who get in her way. Lol. I love her strength, her courage, and the tenderness (laughs) for those she loves that she tries her best to disguise. I love the way she loves Rourke and lets herself be soft and vulnerable with him. And oh, how I absolutely adore watching her pick the bad guys apart. He, 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 evil grin. (laughs) (laughs) And Rourke, swoon. I love how open Rourke is to his feelings for Eve, how unabashedly he adores her. I love how he always knows what she needs and makes sure she gets it, whether she wants it or not. Lol. I love how how he respects, I love how he respects her, her abilities, her integrity, her sheer bloody mindedness that will not let her quit ever. I love that even when he's in terror for her, he never tries to stop her and what she needs to do. He just goes with her to back her up. And dear Lord, is he sexy. (laughs) Fan self. It never stops blowing my mind how very hot J.D. Robb, Nora Roberts, writes Rourke and Eve, and she's never, ever explicit. (laughs) It never occurs to me that it isn't until after I finish reading and thinking about it. I think she's talking about the explicitness. Yeah. Okay. The chemistry, the emotion between them is so real you can almost reach out and touch. There's not a single character here that I don't wholeheartedly love. Even Somerset, that stiff old stick. (laughs) (laughs) The snarky sniping back and forth between he and Eve never stops being entertaining, as well as being obvious that they secretly enjoy it. The killer... What? Facts. Facts. The killer hunts this time starts his spree with a savagely brutal reenactment of a Jack the Ripper murder with a personal mocking challenge to Eve. Watching her work her way through the investigation and close in on the bad guy never gets old. Good thing for me, there's so much of this series, of this world to read. Smiley face. I love it. (laughs) It's fantastic. I, you know, yeah. I don't know what more you can say. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, but I, but I really love is the fact that you know, I mean, so many people talk about the explicit sex, you know. Yeah. And here's this person like the sex is never explicit. It's not. It it really isn't. That's the thing. It's not. Yeah. No, it isn't. So, I, I the, yeah, the people that say that have never read an actual romance novel. Mm-hmm. Like. Because that's not explicit at all. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's I mean, so sorry. funny how many people get on here and they're like, I'm an expert on this thing. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, are you? 
Are yeah. you really? But, uh, I don't think so. I mean, this person is, though. I mean, I appreciate the people that can see, like, this part where she right. says, I love her strength, her courage, and the tenderness for those she loves that she tries her best to disguise. I mean, that is Eve. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. You know, I mean, you really have to be somebody that's, you know, loves this series and loves these characters to pick up on all of the nuances mm-hmm. that Nora's putting down. I mean, a lot of people miss it. Right. Yeah, a lot of people miss them. Yeah. So, okay, so yeah, Jen, wonderful. you can read this next one. <laughs> I love this one so much. <laughs> Five stars. Mommy issues for you. And mommy issues for you. And you. And you. Mommy issues for everybody. <laughs> That's that's a five star review, y'all. That's, that's a review, guys. I that's love it. That <laughs> it's not wrong though. I mean, this I whole mean, book was about mommy issues. Facts. Let's be honest. Facts. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Hundred percent. Rourke still de- dealing with his mother stuff, and then Eve dealing with her, remembering stuff about her mother. Well, and, and then also, you know her meeting Jillian and Jillian having the issue with Eve being close with Mira. Right. And, and the killer really is, and the killer had mommy mommy issues. issues. Basically. I mean, it was, wasn't really his mother, but this is, this was really mommy issue and death. Let's be honest. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) Especially mommy issues. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. So, okay, Tara. Okay. Five stars. Extremely interesting and twisted suspense. A murderer who, I think, I believe they mean murderer, mm-hmm. who imitated heroic serial killers. Historic. Like, they're not historic. Heroic. <laughs> they're not heroic. Did I say heroic? Yeah, yeah. it is historic. Yeah, they're I not heroic. Can read, I promise. Okay. Yeah, let's try again. A murderer <laughs> who imitated historic serial killers i got really hung up on the next line my girl eve and me knew his identity from the very beginning and the others needed more time plus the evidence lol (laughs) lol eve you are a goddess romance rourke wins my heart slowly but anyway heart peabody is a detective yeah and Eve in uniform, hot. <laughs> love, love, love this series. Eve, every... Pfft, words are hard, guys. Mm. Every book is a winner. Thanks, God. I have more to come. Thanks, God. <laughs> more to come. More to come. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a rough read, that review, but, but it's fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Also, I just really appreciate my girl Eve. <laughs> my girl Eve. <laughs> my girl Eve. Knew the identity. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I said ticky-tocky to my, one of my patients today. <laughs> they laughed at me. They were like, what? <laughs> he said something. And I'm like, oh, like on the ticky-tocky. He's like, like, on the ticky-tocky. Did you oh just say ticky-tocky? <laughs> I'm like, I did. <laughs> like, that's what the kids do, right? Yeah. He just laughed. He's like, no. All right. Five stars. I am absolutely loving this series, and this book was no exception. 
I've been listening to the audio as well and think that not only is the narrator perfect for this book, but this Ooh. series is perfect to listen to on audio. What I love most about this book is not only the murder mystery is always clever and compelling, keeping you guessing until the end, but also you cannot help but fall in love with the main cast of characters and the interactions between them. In particular, the conversations between Eve and Peabody made me laugh out loud constantly with their perfect blend of rapport, snarkiness, and humor. And as always, I adored everything to do with Eve and Rourke and their relationship. I'm picking up the next book in this series as we speak and have no hesitation giving this book five stars. Excellent. I mean, I, what more is there to say? I mean, nothing. Right. <laughs> there, I mean, yes, you are on the same page as us. We're yes. viewers, so we like you. Yeah. I mean, this... I mean, yeah, I this love when we get down to the five stars because none of us really have anything to say. Enough to be like that, I'm not petty enough to be like, yeah, you uh, agree with me, so I like you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. yeah. All right, one more yeah. five star review. All right, here we go. Go for it. Five stars. I started reading this series in 2012. I dip in now and again. I read maybe two in a row sometimes, but then change to something else. I love the books. I love the characters. I love the writing. Eve Dallas must be the most kick-ass heroine out there. She takes no shit. She is married to the sexiest man on earth. Rourke. Swoon. He is perfect. Fucking perfect. There was Ireland in his voice, dreamy wisps of it, that could unexpectedly wind around her heart. Eve is on the trail of a serial killer who knows as much about the history of murder as she does, and he's paying homage to some of history's most vicious and infamous killers, beginning with Jack the Ripper. Was kept guessing to the end. We had a few suspects, and they all fit the profile of a killer. I love Peabody and her role in this story. Actually, all the secondary characters are wonderful. McNabb, Feeney, Whitney, Mavis, Nadine, even Somerset, even Somerset and Dear Galahad. How'd you get through airport security with that steel pike up your ass? <laughs> well, you missed him. Admit it. <laughs> when I came in and you were sleeping, I thought, there's my soldier exhausted from her wars. He lifted her hand, kissed her fingers. Now I look and I think, there's my woman, soft and lovely. Where do you get this stuff? It just comes to me. I've only to look at you and the world comes to me. You're my life. Oh. OMFG. I mean, seriously, perfection. <laughs> <laughs> a bit gruesome at times overall another fabulous read i want their babies <laughs> <laughs> okay i mean i mean <laughs> yeah that, that review was aggressively five stars <laughs> very yeah, aggressively that was an five aggressive stars. five stars you're correct that's like, really that's like five stars on crack. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, those, <laughs> some of those lines from Rourke are like, yeah. Oh. Perfection. Yeah. She's correct. 100%. And like, you know, this whole thing with Somerset. Lol, you missed him. Admit it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're like, yeah, we all know. We all know. We We know you missed him, you liar. (laughs) What would Eve do if she didn't have Somerset to just... She would be sad. Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine if they had somebody that wasn't 
like Somerset. Yeah. I mean, who's, who's, um, who's Butler was like, she was like, wow, this guy's great. Can I get this guy? And he's like, so nice to her and everything like that. Was it, yeah, was it Pepper Franklin? Pepper Franklin's baby. It might have yeah. been, yeah. And he was like, all nice to her. And can I get you she something? He was like, this dude's great. Let's yeah, exchange him for Somerset. She'd hate that. She, she would, would totally hate she that. She really would. She would hate it. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> she thinks she wouldn't, but we know. We yeah, we know. do know. We know. You so. know what? So does this five-star re- reviewer. They know. <laughs> they know. They know. So. This aggressive reviewer. I don't know what's wrong with all the rest of the people that are giving it one star. Well, they're idiots. Yeah, right? Trash. Trash. <laughs> they are <laughs> trash. Okay, so podcast business. Mm-hmm. So we are we going to start the episode first, or are you going to? No, I'm just going to do podcast bit because oh, okay. start the episode and tear. So y'all have to know that this episode is just crazy. It's already off. It's the already rails. crazy. It's already off the rails, and we haven't even started. But we've it's, been y'all. It's 10 p.m. already, yeah. and we're just yeah. starting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jen and I have been here for two hours. <laughs> Tara has been in a restaurant doing tequila shots for two hours. Yeah. So who's having the And that's how time? much we <laughs> love her. We waited for her. It's essential that she's here. It's essential. It's gotta happen. So, but um so the so the weird part about this episode is that you're probably gonna hear this at the end <laughs> when we're doing it at the beginning. So it's gonna be a little convoluted for us, but hopefully it'll, it'll be, be seamless. Fine. It'll be yeah, great. it'll be perfectly fine. It'll be great. So podcast business. Um we actually have two new patrons. I saw that. Right? That it's just amazing. Yeah. Um so exciting. D Ray. I think that's how you say that. I think so, yeah. And Noel are our two new patrons welcome welcome to being patrons we are so appreciative of you becoming patrons of ours um that'll really help pay the bills um and you know we hope that more of you become patrons so that you can like i like we've said before here this insanity twice (laughs) a week rather than just once one of these days we will get around to coming up with more content for the patreon (laughs) oh yeah well i mean one thing that we did do um is that i did at a certain point release the actual video of our interview with susan erickson susan erickson Mm -hmm. which is it's it's really fascinating to watch you know Mm -hmm. i mean uh it was a great interview in the first place but um It just adds something when you can see her, like I said, you know, her doing the Feeny voice, for example, and mm-hmm. what she what she does physically when she does yep. the Feeny voice. So the whole thing, it's fascinating. So, um, but yeah, and we will come up with other things. And um, I've given patrons, you know, um, prize if they're patrons for like three months or more. Um, if you haven't gotten a prize yet, it's probably because I don't have your, your information. So just let us know what your information is, your mailing address and everything I can get out. 
get the prize yeah. out to you for being a patron. We gotta do stickers or something. A lot yeah, of podcasts we need, do yeah, that. Yeah, we need stickers and stuff. It might require that we up our our buy-in on because a lot a lot of times what I've found is that um, they want you to be at five dollars uh, mm-hmm. per month for Which patrons. It's only a dollar more. Than it's only a dollar more, so I may have to up so. it. And a lot of people give more than four dollars anyway. A lot yeah. of our patrons have opted to do that. Yeah. So I might have to up it. And once we up it, that that means that automatically people will get stuff. Right. So maybe, yeah, maybe that's what I'll have to do. And we'll have to up everybody's, you know, you have to pay a dollar more. But yeah, you might get more. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I said, they automatically send stuff out at certain intervals if you're at that level. So, yeah. So, yeah, two new patrons. And we're very happy. Thank you so much. Thank to you both of very, you for very, very becoming much. patrons. We appreciate it. Um, also on Patreon, uh, so last last week's episode, Sarah had mentioned something. <laughs> you and I went off on. She mentioned Some something tangent. about a. Well, she said, "What do you call?" Remember, I was like, "What do you call?" <laughs> she was like, "What do you call a a subin or subin?" Seven. And I was like what? Yeah. We were both like, "What is? Yeah, that? What? what does that mean? What is that? I don't even know what that word is." So she left a comment and said, "Just listen to the Eve Laws episode. It meant it to be sub." Okay, sub I wondered. That's yeah. a, I, I wondered if that's what it was. So it was a typo. That's but what you I did thought. say that, and we did talk mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, so, sub yep. sub or grinder. I don't think yep. I've ever heard another name for it um there's i think there's a couple more names but they're more regional probably things. but yeah sub and grinder seem and to i be the most. and i seem to recall somebody saying to me at one point because i said on the um on last week's episode that you know we have places out here that have what they call subs and mm-hmm. places out here that have what they call grinders right and the only difference that i can tell somebody told me the difference was in the bread okay because the grinder places seem to have a bread that is like hard and crunchy oh and the places have bread that's soft softer bread okay that makes sense so i don't know i don't know i mean um, yeah fair enough you know um we also got an email from holly and it's it's such a great email this oh, yeah. is uh, her handle online is Holly Graham 83. So a lot of you might already know her, uh, but she sent us an email because we talked at our last episode. You may recall about Rick Springfield. <laughs> and we all <laughs> because, did. We all did a heart clutch like, oh, <laughs> I know. Right. So Holly, <laughs> Holly sent us an email and she says, hello. Mentions of Rick Springfield always bring a smile to my face. And he is the reason I am named Holly. My mother was the biggest Rick Springfield fan while pregnant with me. And even though General Hospital was not her favorite soap to watch, she did because he was on her TV screen every day. In the last weeks of her pregnancy, she was thinking of names and a nurse named Holly was the love interest for Dr. Noah Drake. And the name stuck. Fast forward 10 years. My family owned a construction business in L.A. and was hired to do some work on, you guessed it, Rick Springfield's house. My dad told him the story and he gave my dad a signed headshot. 
My dad always said he was genuine, friendly, personable man and was so glad he received the story with laughs and gratitude. I love the show. Have a great week, Holly. So we love yeah. that so much. <laughs> it's always nice All right, Rick you. Springfield, if you're really personable, you should call us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll take Holly's word for it. Yeah, we will for take real. Holly's word for it. Absolutely. Um, what other podcast business do we have? Oh, let's see. Oh, you know what we should talk other about? Other than Dana fucking around on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, that's like her MO, but I love it. So it's fun. You had a thread on Facebook, uh, you know, like an introduce yourself thread. Um, there were a couple that I saw that I was like, oh, we should read this on the podcast because it, it was just so great. Yes. Um, Livre Dragi? Something like that, yeah. I believe that this is Book Dragon in a Cave from Twitter is and Instagram. Yeah, I'm okay. almost positive. So let us know how to pronounce your name, my dear. All right. She says, saying this makes me feel old, but in 1995, I picked up Naked and Death in the Mall based on the blurb. At the time, I did not know the author was Nora Roberts. I grabbed up Immortal on the day it was released, then discovered Nora Roberts was the author when pre-ordering Immortal at the bookstore. I have pre-ordered every book since. I used to make a point of rereading the entire series once a year. At some point, I stopped and now reread straight through about every other year. Though I usually reread a new release sometime in the six months before the next release is available and will reread favorites just because. Yeah, that's about what I do. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. In the late 90s, 2000s, I would lend books one at a time to coworkers, male and female particularly those who voice disdain for romance novels. Mm -hmm. I would never tell them that J.D. Robb was Nora Roberts. It was rare for someone to return naked without asking to borrow glory and continue to ask for the next in the series. When I could see they were hooked, I would say, oh, by the way, (laughs) once they started putting Nora Roberts writing ads on the covers, the fun little experiment ended. (laughs) <laughs> I was active in the old romance reader listservs of the 90s. Then they morphed into BBs. I, what BBs? Bulletin boards. Bulletin boards, yeah. Okay. I was working four 12-hour sh- night shifts a week with listservs. I could easily mass catch up on conversation threads and respond. It took yeah. a little bit more effort with BBs, yeah. I did occasionally lurk on both AdWolf and Inet.net, as well as other romance BBs. <laughs> I could not tell you my screen name on any of these. A variation of either illiterate or book dragon. So, yeah, I bet you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only screen names I have used online since the AOL days. <laughs> You've got I me. lurked. No one. I lurked. No one would know me from them anyways. Is there anyone here who remembers the old listservs where authors and readers of romance congregated? Mm-hmm. The J.B. Robb books were much loved on those lists. Yeah, I remember those. Mm-hmm. I am enjoying the podcast. I find myself laughing or talking aloud to me to my speakers every episode. The talking happens when I disagree with an opinion or have something to add that I think should have been addressed. <laughs> yes, I'm slightly crazy. <laughs> I just, you know, props to her because that is some yeah history. I mean, I love it. You it's know. so great. I got to give a shout out to my Susie. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 
I'm late tuning in. I only recently started, finally started listening. I've, I've been doing a lot of walking and my neighbors probably think I'm insane for walking along, cracking up all the time. <laughs> Makes me want to get back to my reread, but I'm up to New York to Dallas in, in my reread and that probably needs some emotional preparation. Mm. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I was so happy to see her post. I invited her because I've known her forever and she's, she's a great gal and I know she's into podcasts, but um, she hadn't listened to ours yet. But okay. I know she's a huge JD Rob fan and Nora fan. And, and she was a mad whooper. So. And what else does she agree with you on? <laughs> she agrees with me about Susan Erickson, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone's different, but yeah. we say that a lot. Yeah, she no. said that. He sounds like the Lucky Charms lep- leprechaun. Although, as we've said many times, the Lucky Charms leprechaun is Irish. So that would make sense to me. But when, but, well, I get that. But when you're trying to picture work and this little green man keeps popping into your head, it's it's distracting. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, yeah. So. Yeah. What do you do? So. I mean, and it's fine. Although I do appreciate that you told her that Susan Erickson is a lovely person. She is a lovely person. It's very, I very nice. I have nothing personal lady. against her at all. I think she's fantastic. Fantastic lady. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So. I never have had anything against her personally. Oh, no, no, no. Her. I just <laughs> can't listen to the, book, the audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine. And, you know, I mean, like we said, we're all that way. I mean, there's there's a lot of um, podcasts that I can't listen to because of the voices. And there's probably, a, I, I don't listen to a lot of audiobooks, but there have been a couple where mm-hmm. the, the narrator is like, uh, no, yeah, I can't yeah. listen. Yeah, I yeah. Um, actually was listening to, I have been listening to um, one of the podcasts that Tara recommended, Binge Mode. Mm-hmm. And it's a really, really good podcast. I mean, they they do a deep dive into, like, totally my jam. It's all nerdy stuff. They've done Marvel. They've done Harry Potter. They've done Star Wars. I mean, all kinds of stuff like that. Right. But one of the hosts has the most annoying voice. And I just, it takes me out of the podcast every time. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah. I really, really, I really love this podcast. But this voice is just. (laughs) It's so, it's so subjective. Yeah, it really is. So. I totally get it. You know, I understand people don't appreciate Susan Erickson. Which we all know uh, people think my voice is annoying. So fuck them if they don't. No accounting for taste. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm brash and outspoken. Well, I mean, and you know what I feel like, you know what I think is funny about that, though? (laughs) I mean, you're brash and outspoken. Like you're, and, but this series has a main character who is brash and outspoken. Like, why are you like, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand, but okay. You know, you know, sure. To each their own, I guess. To each their own. And that is really the bottom I mean, line here. Basically. Yeah. So let's see. Is there any other, cause apparently it's taking Tara <laughs> forever to get home which is fine. And so next week is going to be, um, I keep wanting to say faithless. It's not faithless. It's forgotten and death. Forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then the week after that is when we're going to have a special guest on S.J. Tilly, who is an author mm-hmm. of um, contemporary romances. Yep. And we're going to talk about even Rourke and t- them doing the thing. <sighs> and um, yeah, I need to read that book. But uh, so, yes, uh, S.J. Tilly will be on our show. I think that's the. We're going to record it on like the 12th or the 13th, and that's going to be that right. week that's going to come out. And it should be a really fascinating discussion. Yeah, it should be great. I'm excited I, for it. Know. Um, Very excited for it. And yeah, so that's... I'm all about talking about the sex, too. You know me. <laughs> We're all about the sex. All we? about the sex. Um, yeah, I think that's that's it for what's coming that's up, it. right? Yeah. If we ever get our Tara in here, we'll be. Yeah, if we ever get to, if Tara's going to be here, and then, I uh, who knows what what condition? Who knows what Tom fuckery is going to happen? I mean, honestly. Well, you know what? You all will know by this time because yeah, like that's said, true. This will be they the end of know. the show, and then you'll have already heard what Tara so. That is an excellent point. We, excellent we apologize point. if it went off the rails. I, I mean, fully expected to go off the rails. I fully, a hundred percent, expected to go off the rails. Yeah, you know, we were building Tara up so much that she'd keep us on the rails. That is not going to happen tonight. No, not tonight. At Guaranteed, all. it's yeah. not going to happen tonight. So okay, that's okay. I kind of <laughs> love it. I think that's fun. So all right. Um. So I guess that's it. Yeah. I'll I'll wait for Tara to come back. Well, officially in the show, right? Um, not come back, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, get here in the first place. Get here in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't even here. So. Oh goodness. Two hours later. Well, we already did the um, the uh, podcast business, so oh good. You don't really yeah, have to right. do that. Because you were waiting forever for me and my bullshit. So <laughs> yes, indeed, we, we were, were waiting forever for you and your bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. That's okay, we yeah. forgive you. And we already God talked about what what's coming up. So we already mm-hmm. did the the ending of the we show. We already did all sure. that. All you have to do is say goodbye now. Oh yeah. So okay. I mean, um, you know, contact us. Even if you're not Rick Springfield, call our number. Number is 205-476-2753. Send us an email, show at podcastanddeath.com or find us on any of the social medias. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, yes. I mean, both Tara and Jen look like they're about to pass out. <laughs> I mean, you have to just trust me on that. That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> I would I'll like to point out that I look like I'm about to pass out because it's after midnight here mm-hmm. and yeah i so worked at, all day and so. have to work tomorrow <laughs> so we're i work all day to... but i do not have to work tomorrow <laughs> thank goodness i don't have a job technically tomorrow <laughs> thank goodness um so yeah that's that's about it for this episode of podcast and death so for podcast and death this is aj this is jen this is tara and we'll see you next week guys bye guys Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, 
and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast In-Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast and Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205 476 2753. That spells out 2054-ROARK. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slotcha to you. Yeah.